Yeah, man. Coming at you live. You'll be able to hear all my music, you know, at some point, but you're going to hear the real as well. No. <laughs> Sitting here with my my brother Jet, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Brother J Rab, you know? It's the Czar. You know, getting into the podcast game and uh, trying to get settled and um, shit, you know what I'm saying? Just get it going, you know what I mean? Something we've been thinking about doing, we tried. It's probably about a year ago when we did the podcast um, trial run, I guess, and probably on like two different occasions. Yeah, and so, you know, that's how it's been and it's just funny because... <laughs> The only reason why we even had this idea is because of the crazy things that be happening. You know, like, come on, man. So many things happen in life that are entertaining and at the same time teach you so many life lessons that I personally and so does my nigga Jared feel like. People need to experience these things too, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, people gotta share their experiences, you know, communicate because you know it's like, yeah, we all learn from each other, you know. And shit, you know what I mean? I think that's some of the best things people can do is pass wisdom and knowledge down to others. And you know what I mean? I think as artists, you know, uh, we write things, you know what I'm saying? We leave gems, you know what I mean? That we create to be timeless, you know, real knowledge and real shit is timeless, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, with that being said, <laughs> I'm gonna start this off as I spark this blunt. Sparking the blunt? By telling you about some shit that happened the other day, bro. Alright, well, make sure the music is, you know, Oh, uh, the music has know. subsided, this is, you, you know, know what I'm saying? Niggas want to hear these niggas' bizarre right. stories, All right, man. so, <laughs> the story goes like this, man. Had a good-ass night's sleep. I wake up and look out the window, and the Asians who live next door to me, who have a cigarette break every morning outside, motherfuckers got a pack of cigarettes, coffee cup, another cup, Niggas is damn near sitting on the trunk of my car. <laughs> I thought I was dreaming. <laughs> I didn't think that's where it was going. I, I just woke up and these <laughs> niggas is parlaying like it's their car. On a, on and I got the Cadillac, man. Keep it clean, yeah, so I, mean, I, I ain't like fucking around. So I get up. I'm in my drawers. I come outside and I don't even say shit. I'm like. I just lift my hand in disgust. Well, what the fuck is going on out here? You know what I'm saying? And then they, they see me and then they're like, oh, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. No foreign motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying? So I go, I'm still mad, nigga. I'm hot, nigga. I just woke up. I go back inside and put some pants on and I come back outside and I'm like, I want to see that shit again. You, you, you know where a nigga wanted to go, you know what I'm saying? But I'm like, you know what I'm saying? Yes, I was on their helmet. I came outside. I was like, I want to see that shit again. They was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You know what I'm saying? I just went back inside, man, and I tried to boot up, man. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I explained that situation for a few reasons. 
One, shit's fucking ridiculous. Okay. I don't even know these neighbors that well. You know what I'm saying? Maybe if I knew, even if I did know a neighbor, I, nigga, don't be leaning on my shit. I mean, that's good. That's number one. Number two, I'm so proud of myself for the way that I handle these type of situations. Going out in your drawers and holding up your hand. <laughs> hey, you lucky that that's the way you got dealt with dealing with a nigga. You know what I'm saying? It could have been a lot worse. Like I was talking to my mom later on that morning. I was like, if I was legally strapped right now, I might have just came outside and sat on the porch with my gun. Now, even though I wouldn't be wanting to do anything at that point, I'm not going to shoot a nigga for leaning on my car. You know what I'm saying? I'm not crazy. At the same time, I want them to know the extent that they're going to with that action, which that would completely let them know. And if things were to escalate from there, I, you know, I'd be ready for whatever. But at the same time, they would know. And like I said, legally licensed, because, you know, say, hey, a nigga has the right to sit on his porch with his strap. You know what I'm saying? What the fuck? You know what I'm saying? It's not illegal. You know what I'm saying? But they would know that I wouldn't do that for no reason. Now, like I said at the beginning, I'm proud of myself for the way I handled that situation because I didn't go about it like that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not even legally licensed. Even if I was, then I probably wouldn't do that just because of the level head that I have. But that just shows you the extent that somebody push, somebody can push you to, well, me personally to, just crossing that that you know just slight boundary but being so so uh um um what's the word i'm looking for no so blatant so blatant you you see me pull up in that car every day certain level of respect that Obviously, it's not there with you on my car like that. And you don't even know me. So I have to make a statement moving forward so that you know there's lines, very thin lines that you don't cross I mean, as a neighbor. Man. But I think, like, what I was going with neighbors, my neighbors is like, they're your neighbors. So you gotta, you know, of course, be. That's that's so, what my mom explained to me was know, that in all those situations, you know, there has to be some kind of peace, like you know what I mean? Because like, you know, I my neighbor just moved, actually, you know, they live next to me and we never was close or nothing like that, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Some hood shit, you know what I mean? And I ain't against no hood shit, but you know, there's levels to you know, when niggas I'm doing my thing, they doing their thing. One time I was going for a job. And I ran back up to the house, and there was some nigga, you know, it's a woman that lived there, some nigga, old nigga, you know, older nigga, yelling at a nigga, acted up, and they was arguing and acted all crazy and shit. I'm minding my business, you know what I'm saying, and I kept jogging, and I ran around the block one more time, and the next time I ran back, you know what I'm saying, he was like, you know, I'd be on my watch, and he was like, how long did it take you, you know what I'm saying, and I was just like, I mean, I just looked at him. You know what I'm saying? I just looked at him, and you know what I'm saying? I was like, not too long. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it just fucking minded my, you know, turned away and just kept doing my thing, catching my breath. But 
I just felt like it wasn't worth my attention, you know what I'm saying, with all that craziness and, you know, regression shit that they had going. But that's not even the same type of situation, though, because they wasn't imposing on my shit. You know right, saying? and he might not even live yeah. there. Yeah, but I'm just saying, though, like, the way I kind of felt in that moment was just like, bro, like, mind your fucking business, you know what I'm saying? Like, they don't got to... And you felt like taking it to another level, I but did. at the same time, yeah, you... I maintained that level yeah, of respect for like, your neighbor. Yeah, kind of saying some shit. Like, hey, man, like, don't worry about what the fuck. Don't worry about my exercises and shit. You know, like, I understand. Hey, worry about your shit that you Which do. is why I'm proud of the way I handled the situation. It's like, you know, how better could I have handled the situation? Came outside and be like, can you please take your cup <laughs> off of my up. car? <coughs> I mean, but, you gotta be expecting hell to freeze if you want that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <coughs> But, you know, I think that, I guess, you know, what it is, is like, you know, we, you know what I'm saying, as black men have to always, in a lot of situations, keep our cool, you know what I'm saying, and we have to, you know, recognize that, you know, we have an image and a power that we have to, you know, be, in a sense, responsible about the way we move, you know what I'm saying, and sometimes, man, shit just pops up like that, to be, you know, pushing us, you know what I'm saying, because, you know, I think that I could say that, you know, I feel as though me or you would, you know, take point if we were out in public in a situation popped off around us, that we're like, oh, no, fuck that. Like, man, what the fuck? Like, man, chill the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever the fuck is going on. You know what I'm saying? We don't want to see or be around any type of fuckery because that's just, you know what I'm saying? You get what I mean? Like. If, I don't know a situation, you know, like, I don't know, man, like, if it wasn't your car, you know what I'm saying, if it was one of your friends, you know what I'm saying, if it was my car and I wasn't around, you know what I'm saying, you probably would have did the same thing, you know what I'm saying, because it's, there's a, a baseline, you know, bottom borderline, you know what I'm saying, of the circumstance, like, hey, man, like, this shit's not cool, you know what I'm saying, it's, you know, for real, for real, because for real, for real, we were to do some shit like that. You know, niggas go out there with the blacky mouths and niggas some booze, niggas. It wouldn't take no time for it to be, you know, a scene. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, we all gotta, you know, stay in our lane. It, it was just funny, though, like, with that whole situation because later on throughout that day, you could see that that family was having trouble. The, next, the family next door, I don't know if it was, I don't know what it was, but no, it looked like the, the mom was mad at the nigga who was on my shit, you know what I'm saying, the old, the dad, you know what I'm saying, she was my, right, like, right, like, I feel like she was on the me like, why are you starting shit with these niggas? <laughs> Damn it, these niggas just got here, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, right, they was cool, too. But, yeah, man, I think, like, keeping cool and keeping calm in certain situations, you know, not letting situations escalate is something that everybody has the, the power, but it's it's in the heat of the moment, you know what I'm saying? It's always tough, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but, you know, to go deeper into that situation, you know, like I was saying, I feel like it's very important to what I stated with the fact that, you know, there's nothing to be ashamed about about the way I handled that situation. It's funny, but 
a lot of people might look at the way that I situ that I handled that situation, even with the aggressiveness that I handled it, and look at that situation like I handled it weak. I'm saying, or I didn't handle it as good as I could have. Because a nigga could have went out and just walked straight outside, picked up the coffee cup, and tossed that shit in the street. You know what I'm saying? And been like, oh, okay, y'all know what the fuck going on now. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas wouldn't have shit to say. You know what I'm saying? Or nigga could have really walked up on him and, you know what I'm saying? Like, really took it there. Because niggas took it there when they were on a nigga motherfucker's car. You know what I'm saying? But that's what I'm saying. But I'm saying that. The fact that I didn't take it there and the fact that it wasn't that serious of a situation and I identified that I'm very proud of. I'm not ashamed of it all and nobody should be ashamed of. You know what I'm saying? It's like that's something that I feel like is one of the most important things to your point that a black man can have in his arsenal is being able to identify that situation and handle that situation correctly, even with your emotions, you know, kind of superseding your intelligence because to handle that situation completely correctly, I could have came outside and been a lot more polite, you know what I'm saying? Still had some emotion in it, but, you know, been a lot more polite, you know what I'm saying? At the same time, you know, nobody's perfect. So, you know, those emotions are going to, are, are going to, are going to surface at some point. At the same time, you, you have to be more powerful than your emotions. And that's where I feel like I am. You know what I'm saying I was, my, of course, you know what I'm saying, like, because of who I am and and all everything else that factors in, I was at a point where I was definitely angry, but I wasn't, I didn't let that anger take control of me as much <laughs> as I would have liked to, yeah. because and, I yeah. speak to it all the time, how that anger is powerful and it yeah. feels good, you know what I'm saying? Well, see, <laughs> that's what it sounds evil. <laughs> I'm saying, like, hey, you know, you could call it evil, call it what you want, but Everybody knows that. Like, if you've ever felt anger, you know how that anger feels 10 times more powerful well, than that happiness. It's yeah, undeniable. It's, and it might be, uh, um, it might be, you know, it might be fake. It might be an illusion. But at the same time, it's a real feeling. What I'm describing is real. Bro, but I think also, like, the anger, it's like, you know, it's, it's a bad fuel. Like, I get the power. You know, I'm not, I'm just saying, you know, in a sense, you know, being the devil's advocate of that, you know, concept is that it's like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I think a perfect analogy is electric cars and diesel fuel. You know, you got electric cars there, you know, they're, they're all good. They're, they're really just as good, if not better than the diesel fuel, really. In all actuality, they're really better than the diesel fuel, right? Because, you know, you, you or then the then the not diesel. Let's say premium. Cause premium is the best gas you can get. Okay, so it's really better than the premium because even though the premium is the best gas, you ain't it ain't gas, right? It ain't gas. The electric, right? Right. The fact the fact that it's still gas is detrimental. So that's the the happiness or the positive in that. But there's like with anger though, even with the level of a logical person being angry, there's still a loss of logic. Because I feel like anger needs that in order for it to be so outrageous. Yes, exactly. I'm not. I'm not denying that. I, that that's okay. I agree. Yeah. That, I agree. So, but I think that that's what it is. Is like we have to even like, cause like you know, definitely wasn't you know escalating, you know. But as we like move forward and we just like I don't know, man, like dial it into where it's like, you know what I'm saying, like. 
I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, being angry is being angry, huh? I feel you though. And, uh, you know, it's uh, it's like, man, I lost my train of thought. You know what I mean? It's like being angry, it is, it has a power, you know what I'm saying? Because people get your adrenaline, you know what I'm saying? And, and all that. But I think, like, it, it's easier. It's easier to be angry. It's harder to stay calm. You know what I'm saying? And that's why it's like. That's it, what that's shows you. I think that. It what is what the exact thing that shows you the true power of happiness or of the positivity, what you just explained. Can you say that again? It was like, you know, being angry is easier. Wait, no, no, no. Being angry yeah, is easier. easier. No, no, be, be, yeah, staying calm is harder. harder. Or yeah. being happier is harder. Yeah. Being happy is hard. Being angry is easy, well, which I mean, is definitely the case. And that should, huh? Yeah, but I'm just saying that statement right there points to the proof of what I'm saying that that anger looks and feels ten times stronger than that happiness, but it's an illusion. And what lets you know that that is an illusion is it's ten times harder to be happy than it is to be angry, which lets you know that that happiness is worth more than that anger. You know, that angry is so easy because it's not worth shit. I'm saying it's like, yeah, you can do a whole lot of shit with that power when you're angry. But, nigga, when you come back to life, right, nigga, it's like, right, nigga, you know what I'm saying? You can murder 12 people, but, nigga, you're going to be on death row, you know what I'm saying? But with that happiness, to maintain that happiness is so hard that it's pointing to the proof of how much that happiness is worth. Yeah, that's true. And we got to go. All right. Well, that's it for this one. No, it's the first. Yeah. See y'all later. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs>